0: Brad and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of broad and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. We always appreciate you spending a little time with us live in the one thirty to 2.30 hour Eastern on Facebook, other platforming as, uh, and as the uh, podcast version where we, you don't have to see what we look like uh, the the physicality of us does not distract right from the brilliance of the discourse.
1: We're so attractive that it's distract The brilliant things that we're saying just don't sink in. Sometimes. I know that's, that's the, the, problem. the problem. Yeah. Cover like up John- your screen. If you're watching, it's like John ham, you know, don't realize what a good actor is. because He's so good looking. Yeah. It's exactly the same kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Now, Paul Newman had that problem. It's true. It's absolutely it true. Yeah. And, and by the way, so did Fred Gwynn. Uh, because everybody looked at him and thought, well, that's Herman Munster again. It wasn't. He was <laughs> Herman, good Herman Munster. <laughs> okay. The list the list is long. We're never going to get through these, but we could if we played lightning round kind of stuff. But here right. you go. Let's try. The number one racist in Congress, wow. now far out in the lead, is blank. Uh, Wall Street Journal fake warning about Let's Trump. That. That's funny. Cassidy's Daddy's Favorite TV show Oh good Don's Lame Defense Just one of them in the New York fraud case It's actual comedy Uh, Why the Republicans Really want to shut down The government Nazis in the attic Nazis on the sideline Oh yeah yeah Uh, Now how much wouldn't you pay To run an ad on a republican debate on fox a republic if you can keep it a target store if you can keep it open wow you know brit my headlines are actually better than the stories i know no, you, you can kind of over over promise and under deliver wait wait, you ready for this one murders in the building no 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 asbestos in the grocery Ooh, store yikes mm. I know they're all good. They're they're
1: all excellent. Let's get started with that. Uh, I did not see that football game coming. Uh, the story out of Ohio.
0: Yeah, uh, Brooklyn, Ohio is a suburb of Cleveland on the west side. That's the the uh, the wider, more working class side of Cleveland. Now, the last, I... the last time I was over there, Parma Parma would be a, a more famous okay. uh, Western Cleveland suburb. OK,
1: now, the, when I last vacation in Cleveland, which has been 10 years ago, uh, I stayed in Lakewood.
0: Where's Lakewood in, in, in... in was it the same same, same area? area? Gotcha. West side. West side. All right. So we have a Brooklyn, Ohio, high school coach, Tim McFarlane resigning. Uh, and this happened on Monday, his team was using racist and anti-Semitic language to call plays during a game last week against Beachwood. We'll explain Beachwood here in just a moment. Was he go Jew 42!
1: Jew 42! Was, that, was it like now that? That would have been
0: better than, than what they did. They repeatedly used the word Nazi as a play call. Kind of, it, it's their Omaha, okay? Jesus. <laughs> right? they, they could have picked a city, they could have picked any, but they picked the word Nazi as a play call, against Beechwood which is a Cleveland suburb on the east side. Yeah, Beechwood. The east side uh more famous Shaker Heights would be over there. Pepper Pike is is over there. Uh, and Beechwood is 90% Jewish and it's not just 90% Jewish. Now it's heavily orthodox. Oh wow. Jewish. It was not when my family lived there. You ready? Uh 60 years ago we were there jeez yeah we were there from 1985 70 65 see yeah yeah from 65 into to 69 or 70 all right i see it was a jewish suburb then but not orthodox but that's not the point doesn't really matter uh the brooklyn team high school team stopped using the term in the second half (laughs) of the game they they went with fascist Soros-loving kikes, I think. I think they went with that. Well, it's because the other team threatened to walk
1: <laughs> at halftime. They said, if you keep this shit up, we're not going to keep playing you. Right.
0: Uh, several Brooklyn players continued to direct racial slurs at the Beachwood players during the game. Coach McFarland handed in his notice of resignation. Monday morning, the superintendent of the schools there said that McFarland quote, expresses his deepest regret and that he and the school apologize for hurtful and harmful speech that quote will not be tolerated. Oh, Britt, this politically correct yeah. cancellation of a of a good man who just made a there's a slight error in judgment, okay? <laughs> Anybody could have made that that kind of mistake. No, right?
1: An error in judgment is like if you get pissed off in a parking lot because somebody dings your car and then you smack somebody. This was something that was planned on throughout practice. In pregame, at any point in time, some adult could have said, you know, this isn't a great idea. Let's not do this. Let's not do Nazi Hitler stuff. But it didn't happen.
0: Besides just the use of the word, were the plays labeled, you know, Rudolf Hess 24. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Auschwitz 18.
1: Uh, Okay, we have a a razzle-dazzle play. We're calling it the final solution. And break. No, I don't – you can't – I mean, there's no – this guy should never – this guy should – he shouldn't coach anything I and mean, we should never coach right. anything ever again because again this is not a spur of the moment hey this is funny say Achtung 24 all right no that's not what happened this was well planned out this somebody thought this was a good idea the the kids you could argue that a 16 a 17 an 18 year old should know better and they should but i do blame the adult in this situation and i i hope he never I don't even know what's appropriate work for this guy now. Holy shit. That's horrible.
0: Well, if Trump wins a second term. <laughs> okay. All right. We get, you know, we
1: they, always, they always have that ambassador for the presidential physical fitness test
0: or whatever. It was was Schwartz and
1: this is the guy. This is your guy, Trump.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, this, a, that's is, a- this is yeah. If you're if you're looking for an ambassador to Birkenau, now. Here's
1: there's, your man. No, there's no I mean they, again this is when when they go well he, he made a mistake X made a mistake oh no, this
0: is this is not a mistake this is well planned out well thought out bullshit I don't want to say it, 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 everyone should have known but at their practice field they have one of those arched little signs before the players would walk out on the field it said practice sets you free <laughs> I, I don't know what that meant. Okay, let's stop. Let's you've stop. got the we you've get. got the Cassidy Hutchinson book at your house. Has anybody cracked yes, it do. open yet? Yeah i I'm about 150 pages into it. Uh, there it is. There we go. All right. And um, the first 40 or 50 pages, of course, is she wants you to to know her background before she ended up in in Washington and uh, and then actually inside the White House and a uh, little, little family issue there. Father ended up getting divorced, and uh, he was a fairly troubled, angry, angry guy. And remember, Cassidy Hutchinson is what now, 28, 29 mm-hmm. maybe? Something mm-hmm. like that. So this, this is not ancient history that we're talking about here. And I think a lot of people might be prone to just go racing through that first part to get to – all the stuff in Washington and the White House and Trump right. and January 6th and uh, the hearings last year. I'm sure a lot of people would, would put that. I did not do that. I figure if we invest in a book, God damn it, I'm going to read every word. Sure. and to take my time. You That's paid for all of it. it. You might as well read all of it. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And on page 21, and uh, Daddy's having problems with his business. The family might have to move and. Here's what it says. He used to hate TV, warning us it was the government's tactic to rot our brains with new technology. That's funny. Okay. TV was not new technology in yeah. the year 2004, but it okay, was not.
1: That is correct.
0: Yeah. They were being dishonest about its long term effects. Dad had limited the TV programs he watched to. Ready? nascar races 60 minutes yeah and the morning news but now dad had found a new show that he loved the apprentice
1: oh shit really
0: dad dad boasted about donald trump's accomplishments he was a warrior just like us and he had built a global multi-billion dollar business from the ground up yes he had and isn't it ironic i mean i'm reading this last night on the same day that the uh new york Uh, state supreme court judge called official bullshit on the quote global multi-billion dollar business that donald trump built from the ground up according to cassidy hutchinson's father uh dad fixated so much on donald trump i wished he would pay attention to us like he did to the apprentice daddy daddy Daddy, I mean, Gary Busey is on TV and you won't ever talk. To me.
1: See, if I'm one of Trump's butt boys, I exploit that. and Well, she had a daddy complex, and that's why I, do, I would exploit that if I was an asshole. Like when Matt I Gates. told
0: dad this, when I told dad this, his dinner fork clambered across his plate, and he said that Donald Trump was teaching him how to become a better businessman. Really? So he didn't have to work as much. Really? The other option, dad said, was that he could stop working altogether. Dad didn't think his family would like how suffering felt. And since he had worked so hard, we had no idea what it meant to suffer. Oh, God. So he's threatening, if you don't leave me alone, let me soak in the brilliance of Donald Trump and an inspiration to us all. I'm just going to become a bum, and you people are going to starve. And but, it's going to be your fault. You, the right. child, it's going to be your but, fault. But... More to, the, more to the point is, we've known that the foundation for the mythology of Donald Trump, the internationally famous, brilliant businessman, the strong man in charge of anything he ever gets near, a man in control, a man who knows more than, oh, say, the generals or the construction uh, leader on a, on a building the doctors the scientists the, right that's all built on the bullshit image of yeah. the apprentice and then yeah. celebrity apprentice right yeah absolutely I mean, and, and and by the way remember every reality show that you see uh after that has used that same formula where they obviously borrowed from the originators of it, which is ABC sports coverage of the Olympics up close and personal 50 years ago when they would isolate an athlete and tell you about their life and how wonderful they are, but uh, that was different and it was based on, on, on reality, but they took it to this other level and you people sat out there in front of their televisions and they bought the bullshit and, I contend to you that Cassidy Hutchinson wasn't predestined to become a Republican, but her daddy was all in, and that's what she knew from the time she was tiny to you know her her teenage years when the yeah. family uh, split apart. That's what she grew up on. She grew up on because if your parents are one political party, usually the kids uh, they tend to follow along at least initially, but. I found that and that's on page twenty-one. So don't skip over that. It's just a, yeah. it's another it's a nugget. It's the kind of thing that unless you buy unless you read the book, everybody skips over that. You're not going to hear Jake Tapper or Lawrence O'Donnell or, no. or anybody bring that up. But on the Brad and Britt cast, yes. bang, you got it. You got
1: it right. That Yeah. Practice that's will it. set you free. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh she she continues to on these um interviews that I've seen with um Jake Tapper and with Rachel Maddow. Uh I'm still a Republican. I still uh, hold out hope for the Republican I, Party and I I don't know, I know. Neither and I don't think either one of them go. Do you see a way out of the woods in the current because this guy you has got, consumed it, it, you,
0: Brit you have to ask that question that always must be asked. Idea. How do
1: how do they which, get which, out of this and become the Republican right. Party that you knew your entire life?
0: Which remember in its own way that's a whataboutism that's a both sidesism. Yeah. Attempt to to not be 100% judgmental, as we all must be, about the situation that we find our country in right now. We have one party that respects the Constitution, that believes in rule of law, and uh, has no desire to overturn our way of life and put it in the hands of uh, one dictator. The other party is all of those things and if you are holding out hope that other party is going to well, they're just going to come around it, it's like your your you crack using cousin yeah, who's you know, laying in the gutter yeah. you know just give him give him some time he'll, he'll pull himself back together, up.
1: Huh? uh two two points about this entire thing and then we can move on because we have like you said a huge list uh the matt gates thing about him saying that uh I, were, did, come, I, I, come I on. did catch that part. I've come already, on. First yeah, of all, yeah. uh, Matt Gates. shot. He took his shot. He he doesn't get turned on until, unless he sees a retainer. She's way too old for him. And second of all, if they actually had dated and she's lying, and I, I believe her that she has higher standards than men, Uh, you know, being not a pedophile is not a high standard, but some people don't have that. I believe that Matt Gates would be able to pr- produce some sort of texts or something that would prove that they were hot and heavy for a minute or two and they, they clearly they were not they were never uh, and I, the other thing yeah. about the tv shows that i would tell you i think i mentioned this before my mother when i was a kid had uh shows that she deemed too stupid for us to watch and she would not allow us to watch the a team was a show that was deemed <laughs> too stupid for us to watch uh the dukes of hazard not a huge deal well, to me but my stepbrother on. went crazy over
0: that sorry sorry you're you're uh, your mother's a good person. Her judgment in TV pretty good, but it's the wrestling. Does card. she know? Does she know that you devote uh, way too many hours to watching wrestling? Well, I'm you know. You tell me the difference between wrestling and the A team in terms of okay, the, all right. Wrestling does have better scripts. I got to <laughs> better, better and better actors too. Better there was hangers.
1: this when I was when I was there was this film or this show when I was pretty pretty young called Cliffhangers. Do you remember this show? And they did twenty-minute segments. It was like the old serials at the movie theater. They do twenty minutes here, and it was a separate story. Then another twenty-one of them was a vampire thing, and the leggy blonde Susan Anton was in it. And my mother wouldn't let us watch it because she was always like in her bra screaming. She was like, "Wait, you can't watch that show. You're, you, I'm sorry, you just did." Can't uh,
0: do did that. Susan Anton ever uh, travel with Bob Hope? Was she one of the? Bo- <laughs> I don't know, but she should have. I can't remember. <laughs> Let's find what, what out about that, what would that have sounded like, Bob. Hey, how
1: about that, Susan Anton. <laughs> <laughs> like to climb that tree, right here.
0: <laughs> Uh The the connection between uh, Cassidy Hutchinson and her dad's TV habits and this uh, sad part of the story—at least as we've just pointed out here—that Cassidy still has some hope, like. A lot of, uh, quote, unquote, normal mainstream Republicans, unquote, if you for the sake of the argument, we're going to say that people like her are are like that. Uh, That brings us to the uh, Wall Street Journal editorial page today. Yeah. And uh, I think it's fair to say that they uh, still represent the opinion of mainstream, mainstream corporate. Republicanism,
1: yeah, the Country Club Republicans. I think that's that's definitely the right. Wall Street Journal,
0: right? And today, their editorial board writes something called "The Real Donald Trump Live on Truth Social." So they correctly go through all the things that we've uh, seen just in the last few days: that General Mark Milley uh, deserves execution, that NBC should be investigated for treason, that the FBI should raid the homes of Senate Democrats, and then the accusation that the president is being manipulated by the fascists in the White House, in other words, the staff. If Republicans miss these remarks, they must not be following Mr. Trump's feed on Truth Social, his media site. But reading him is the way to get a direct mind meld with Mr. Trump's true social and political self. So it's basically a warning saying we just cannot allow, we cannot have Donald Trump become the nominee of the Republican Party. We just you you got to pay attention to what he's saying. You can't do the old uh, uh, take it. Don't take him seriously, but just take him that kind of crap. Uh, If Mr. Trump is nominated again, they close his every word will get attention. That's the baggage Republicans will carry and the reasons Democrats think even Mr. Biden can win. That's it's a it's a short editorial. So what is it saying? Is that the Wall Street Journal turning on Trump? fuck no because if you're going to turn on Trump you're going to really do it you can't just say the shit that he's doing now is bad and we don't want him to be the nominee because the door is still open for you know i still we have to vote for Trump cuz yes joe biden is the other guy the democrats are always worse this is the most disingenuous wow. load of crap i have ever seen if you're going to get off the train Get off the train. Do not keep one foot on and one foot off. And that's what the Wall Street Journal editorial board is doing. And and poor little Cassidy Hutchinson is just as guilty as uh, all of these politicians. And again, this is just like with Mike Pence, okay? He had his one moment of doing the right thing. But that right. doesn't absolve him right. if he's uh, still running as a, a Republican and is not willing to take on Trump. And she's done all the right things, but it would be nice. It would be great if she just said, you know, the whole Republican Party, and she knows it better than anybody else, right? is is a broken entity. And I don't want to be a part of it. You can say, I'm an independent. I'm not anymore. Just at least play that game. But they don't.
1: Well, it also allows – It also uh, allows for or, I don't know, excuses, a a tremendous amount of disassociation. The Wall Street Journal has enabled Donald Trump to do this shit over the years. They've excused it. They parsed around at the edges. Eh, we didn't like when he did this, but we liked when he did that. They're the ones that have enabled this bullshit over a period of years. And now they pretend to be disgusted over
0: this behavior. I'm just going from memory, but. Uh, they certainly were not in on impeachment and conviction Great. for those things, right? Because it was a procedural thing. It was wrong. If you do it for this, then you have to do it for that. You're right. If you try to overthrow the government of the United States, if you try to strong arm a foreign leader, Zelensky, into making up fake bullshit about a potential rival, he was only a potential rival back then, remember Joe Biden. Right. If you do those things, that's identical to... All that evidence they have against Joe Biden right now that they're presenting in an impeachment inquiry about to open at a theater near you in just a couple of days. No, it's not equal. It's not the same. And uh, they're not off the train. And they, they, they hold the door open to still vote for Trump. They all do. Every goddamn one of them. Every one of them
1: it's and again it's like they're uh, you know we don't really like the whole overthrowing the government thing but man he cuts taxes on rich people so we're in a, that's cool you know so they always and try plus, to kind of parts you know out. what
0: you know brit he doesn't fall for that whole electrification of the automotive fleet crap right okay right. and you know what he's going to go to detroit today and at eight o'clock one hour before the republican debate he's going before and he's going to stand in front of uh, a bunch of, and these aren't auto workers per se. These are people who work in all the the side industries, right? Okay. Because parts and stuff, parts, all the parts, but they're non unionized people. Okay. And they're, he's going to uh, pull the same crap that he's he's done before. He's going to first announce that he is the hero of the working man, and of course, the hero of the working man, according to Donald Trump, will be someone. Who uh, doesn't ever want you to join a union? Because well, unions in the end are they're still communist Jew uh, entities that, that are uh, designed to to uh, control the country out of Moscow. You know, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of things that he's going to say, uh, and I think when we're looking back on this, say tomorrow after this is over. I think the Biden appearance, while not the most spectacular in-person appearance in the history of of appearances ever, you know, not a big crowd and bullhorn and very quick. I get that. But the optics and the symbolism there, I think, is going to be the the uh, winning hand. I could be wrong, but uh, Trump right now is so incapable of staying on point, you know, he's going to go off and say things tonight because he doesn't get eight o'clock live all that often, but I don't think he's going to get live coverage on any of the three cables. No, the major ones he'll be on Newsmax. He'll be on right, right, Right America news and the rest of them. But I don't think the other three are, are going to cover him. But of course you always have to hedge your bet with Fox. They, they sometimes, you know, they, they might do the old run 20 minutes of it and then drop out. Um, but they dropped out last week. They were running one live and then Trump started attacking Fox <laughs> and they pulled the plug. They pulled the <laughs> plug in the middle of <laughs> one of these things. It's great. They got, their feelings hurt.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, tell, yeah he was, tell me he, about the number one racist in Congress.
0: Oh boy. <sighs> True or false, Britt, the United States military is an equal opportunity employer. Well, that's undeniably true. You're correct. But you would be in disagreement if you said that to Senator Tommy Tuberville. Oh, boy. That's right. Tommy Tuberville is trying to explain why he is against the confirmation of Air Force General Charles C.Q. Brown Jr. as the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Of course, he would be succeeding General Mark Milley, who is stepping down right now and is the subject of a death threat via stochastic terrorism from Donald Trump. All right? Uh, Tuberville made those comments about a part of the United States the military that started desegregating under, that's right, Harry Truman in 1940. That's right. Harry Truman got it all started. Uh, Quote, the military is not an equal opportunity employer. But the problem is the Pentagon itself, of course, has an office of equal opportunity employment. They actually have. Of course they have one. In fact, how many years have you been hearing, and it's true, that, the military is probably the most colorblind institution overall of just about anything in this country. This has been a, a, a wonderful place to advance for, for uh, people who look like everybody. Different groups, socially, every, everything. So Tommy Tuberville says... Um, we're not looking for different groups, social justice groups. We don't want to single-handedly destroy our military from within. Okay, so what does that mean? If you if you promote non-white people, our military's going to shit. That's what he's saying. Yeah, you need white folks. Need white folks. I said, mean, you, can put, the, you military... can put the you can put the black folks out on the front line to take the
1: gunfire, but you really need white folks running the show. I think is what Mister. Tuberville is going for.
0: There you go. Our military is becoming so political. We're going to go south when it comes to readiness he compared it to a football team here we go says you can't have different groups everybody's got to be together to win no no see Tommy what you're really saying is that uh, you'd like to go back to the days when you didn't have to worry about having a black quarterback because as we all know they're not very good we've known that forever and most of the time, when you see a black quarterback, it's not because the coach thinks they're the best person for the job right now. It's just for politically correct equal opportunity reasons, right, Tommy? What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Well, that, that was what, part what, of what the, the. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? You'll recall that
1: when uh, Truman decided to integrate the military, it was one of the things that pissed off Strom Thurmond so badly that he ran against him for president. That was the Dixiecrat election. Yeah. So this guy Tupperville is basically an extension of Strom Thurmond in a, a state that's a little further away, but there it is. I, I,
0: I'm offended that you're leaving George Wallace. Well, George Wallace is uh, who George Wallace is. Uh, anyway, Tupperville uh, continues to burnish his credentials as the number one racist in the uh, Congress, House or Senate. He is. Uh,
1: I think he's the number one, one. Everything he's way out it? front. I think he's the number one asshole. I think he's taken it from Tom Cotton and, and anybody else in there. I think he's the guy now. Yeah, I don't see anybody else coming close to him. He's getting lapped. No. I mean, he's lapping at no. the, the field on that one.
0: No, he, he, uh, he owns that one. Uh, let's see. Now, how much wouldn't you pay to run an ad on a Republican debate on Fox? The answer is you'd be paying ooh, uh, barely half of what you paid a couple weeks ago. That's right. The the boredom level with the Republican debates is so high that uh, Fox has had to slash the price for an ad. It's not just half. The first debate, it was $495,000 to buy a 30-second ad. It's, that's a pretty good number, right? Mm-hmm. Uh tonight if you want to buy an ad debate seven people same format it's only two hundred thousand dollars so it's it's sixty percent less sixty percent less so there must be no demand and uh, of course if they can't get enough people they just throw in my pillow guy ads right? <laughs> he gets them for a dollar a holler. <laughs> He gets dollar a holler, so it's kind of kind of painful, isn't it? Dollar a holler. Okay. Uh, from the Reagan the from
1: Reagan Library tonight, is that what you're saying? And it's Dana Perino is gonna be one of your moderators?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the other people are. I think somebody from Shit vision and
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit Vision. I didn't know there was a Fox company. I think Lachlan's gonna beef up Shit of Vision when he gets there. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh Don's Litany of excuses and attacks yesterday after the uh, judge in the state of New York ruled for summary judgment in the uh, Attorney General Letitia James lawsuit, civil fraud suit against the Trump organization. And remember, Eric and Don Jr. are also named in this suit. Um, And this is all about Lying about how much your property is worth, and they pumped it up a hundred different ways, a hundred different lies. It was so obvious. I mean, how bad is your case when the judge says, "Fuck, we don't need a trial. <laughs> it's, it's just it's all here. <laughs> we, we don't need witnesses. Get the fuck out of here." Okay. <laughs> and, and then he and he, so he was smacking down. He smacked
1: down the attorneys too for making the same arguments yes. he told them they couldn't make, which was great.
0: Yes. Here you go. Uh, Trump says that it's okay that he exaggerated the claims about the worth of his properties for this reason because the Saudis would pay any price if he just asked them. That's true. That's true. Here's what the judge wrote. The defenses Donald Trump attempts to articulate in a sworn deposition are wholly without basis in law or fact. In addition to Trump claiming his properties grew in value beyond what he originally exaggerated them to be anyway, he, quote, also seems to imply that the numbers cannot be inflated because he could always find a buyer from, quote, Saudi Arabia to pay any price he suggests. Now, we're laughing at that because, of course, it's it's idiotic, but it's probably actually true, factually true, because if they were willing to to front two billion to his moronic son-in-law, right, uh, they would probably pay, you know, twenty times the amount for a you know Trump building apartment than it's worth. But that doesn't mean that you're allowed to lie about the value of it. See, that's the craziness, that's the sickness of Donald Trump, in in one little idea there. Just think about that. Think that about is, that.
1: Well, the whole thing was uh, it, again. I don't. I don't have a, a law degree. I didn't pass any bar. I didn't even take you the LSAT. You don't Good need God, to. when somebody says that an apartment is, you know, nineteen thousand square feet less than it actually is, eh, it seems like fraud to me. Seems like it seems like it's fraudulent to me. Yeah. Uh a uh let's do you, you wanna do help? as you wanna do the as the asbestos story?
0: Yeah, asbestos in the building. Britt, we have a Whole Foods near us, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's closed right now because the crews discovered asbestos. Yeah. In the building. They found trace amounts in a uh, non-public area, but that's enough because of big government. The uh, U.S. EPA says, "Uh uh-uh, uh-uh. You find any, it's it's a problem. It increases the risk of developing. Lung disease may take many years to develop following exposure. You remember, Britt, didn't we think, and I was sure that... uh, and I don't think this is when you were there. This is when I was there the first time at WBT in Charlotte, a building that was built in the mid fifties. Okay. A giant building. It was a TV station and, and radio station back when they were gigantic, large entities. And one day they came in with these construction crews and they're ripping apart the ceiling. They're pulling off those, you know, those uh, panels that you can push in the drop ceilings and there's all this dust flying around and all this other shit and they were never really open and honest about what was going on but we knew what was happening they were trying to you know 45 50 years after the building was was already up back when i guess you could use asbestos when you built stuff they're trying to make up for it they're trying to cover it up and, and and the rest so i'm i'm lucky to be alive okay. <laughs> because that's you know coming up on uh 23 24 years ago and i've uh i've kind of made it now but well, don't I, you don't you I, think my hair ha- pal- my hair is not what it used to be brit i used to have a perfect head of hair well don't
1: you that. think that, p- that pales in comparison to what was in the, in the atmosphere at wztk jesus christ there must have been asbestos mixed with black mold mixed with cyanide or something there fair
0: enough i'm not trying to i'm not trying to one up you <laughs> you know what britt I, i'd forgotten about that place
1: uh, i've tried to for- i've got a video i took of of it from many years ago with wires hanging out of the ceiling oh <laughs> that shit that carpet i would like to take al-qaeda or isis whoever and just wrap them in that carpet that's what i would like to do to uh the terrorists um sure. but the this, the situation you're talking about with the whole foods in greensboro comes on the uh This is not exactly the same, but in a neighboring county, Alamance County schools had to start school, I think a week later because they found black mold everywhere. Black mold all over the
0: place. Not that different. It's Uh just it's horrific. Isn't that by the way, isn't that a uh, isn't isn't that a uh, a beer, black mold? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like the kind of beer that 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 would be a
1: uh, one of the Asheville uh, brewing companies. Sure. Yeah, yeah, there is black mold, sure. Yeah, yeah. A republic uh, I, if you
0: can keep it a target store if you can whatever all uh, right target is a company based out of Minneapolis thus what's the name is the uh, baseball stadium or the basketball is it the target center which one one of those is the
1: target? Uh, Base, I think it is I think it's a baseball stadium yeah I think that's I think that's right right maybe the basketball uh, place too.
0: target is going to be closing is it nine stores across the country, or another nine actually? In uh, Harlem, in New York, Seattle, Portland, and the Bay Area, uh, in less than a month on October 21st, because of theft and threats to safety, and uh, I can guarantee you, the last thing they want to be doing is closing stores. Right? They don't have to. That's the last thing they want to do. Um, and. This is a a safety nightmare for everybody involved, citizens everywhere. Nobody wants this, and I don't know whether this is a direct function of uh, criminals looking around and watching Fox News and seeing that uh, prosecutors are not going to prosecute them, so let's go for it. Uh, or if it's a function of being able to use social media untraceable connectivity to organize, or if it's the uh, official end of society as we know it, I don't know what it is, but it's a political nightmare for the Democratic Party. It really is. It's, a, you know, and there's there's no easy way to talk about it. There's no way to offload it. To just racism or anything of that sort, you can't do it. It's just horrendous. And the people who run these retail stores, they don't want to be in the business of trying to prosecute everybody. It's right. not their job. Right. And they don't want their employees to confront people, trying to steal shit. They don't want their employees to get killed. So, all right, fuck, we give up. We're closing the goddamn store. Every
1: business, every business that has retail does factor in a certain amount of loss and spoilage. That's factored in. This goes well, well, well beyond any kind of business plans for sure.
0: Yeah, but you can't factor in
1: this. No, no, this is is beyond, this is beyond that. And that's why, you you know, it sucks. And it's easy for the, it's easy for the Republicans to exploit this and call this Joe Biden's America. And you just use security footage of people grabbing stuff and smashing windows. If you're making a commercial against Joe Biden... And it's pretty obvious that what happened during the pandemic, that there are a lot of people who feel uh, very entitled that the stores should be open. And that's for me. So it's very easy to to appeal to a certain demographic of people. And again, we get back to the suburban women usually in places like Philadelphia and outside of Milwaukee. They're the ones that are going to decide the election along with the young people. And that's a that's a great way for the Republican Party to exploit that whole thing and blame all of it on Joe Biden. I think.
0: Now they've tried different forms of this in the past. In fact, it was tried in 2020 against Joe Biden. What had nothing? It wasn't the uh, smash and grab in the stores. It was just crime in general. It was the defund the police ads. Yeah. That they ran. Remember, there was an old woman, she was sitting on her couch, and she thought a crime was in progress, and she tried to call 911, and there's no one there, because there. Joe Joe Biden and the Democrats were about to defund the police. Right. That's what they were doing. Um, it didn't work. It didn't work, it was too absurd. But uh, this is a bit more visceral. Uh, And because this is uh, happening more prominently in identifiably Democratic cities, New York, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, that's where Target is closing their stores.
1: Well, most large cities in America are going to be most large cities in America are Democratic. I mean, there are some exceptions. You you know, I think Dallas, maybe Britain.
0: Again, we're not talking about facts here (laughs) because remember the crime rates, the overall crime rates are higher in red states. Of course they are. They are in blue states, but in blue cities, even if they're in red states, if if you're a Houston, okay, and crime happens and there's video of it, well, that's the Democratic Party. Yeah. That's the problem. And. Uh, it's not going to matter. This is like trying to push Bidenomics. Not going to work. Don't call it Bidenomics. Don't tell everybody the unemployment rate is low. Nobody cares. Isn't that but like the, the, all I know is the fucking price of gas is high and the price of food is killing me. And I isn't that like
1: Obamacare food. though? When you when you break it down and you say, well, th- do you agree with this part of Bidenomics? Do you agree with this part of it? And people go, yeah, well, yeah, I like that. Well, yeah, I like that. I like all the components of it. I just don't like the thing.
0: Uh, i don't think it's the same because i think it's exactly the same i think in, no i think inflation is so pervasive and the explanation of well look joe biden's brought inflation way down here's the problem there's still inflation but you it, can't make the we're this not, is we're the not problem. deflated prices in other words right now uh if you if you look at um, uh, a simple item in the grocery store just a a simple item, and I'm I'm going off the top of my head here, but I pay attention to this stuff, like a jar of pickles. Okay. Okay. A jar of pickles at Harris Teeter, a mainstream store, for a long time was $4.99. $4.99. It's now $6.99. Right. And you know what? It's not going back. Now, did the price of cucumbers go through the roof? What happened there? Why did that go up? I don't know, but you know what? It's not coming down. But you need to and, make you
1: need you have to make them make the link between what Joe Biden is doing and, and causing inflation. And they can never make that link.
0: No, you don't. It you, does. You don't have to make the link. He's the you, president, and there's inflation. But you don't it's accept it.
1: Fault. You don't just accept it. Oh, you're right. If Biden's in office, inflation went up. Those two things they must Britt, be. You're going inter- to have inter- a guy out there
0: probably lying. This is about you, the fact that the greatest economy in the history of the world was happening on my watch, and we obviously have a lot of people believe. This is where, it where we get down. Because, we, Joe, we, because Joe Biden has like a 30 percent approval rate on the economy. I know that I know what you're saying is true, but I'm, you know, you've got to you got to accept what people are feeling, not what they're hearing.
1: Then then none of it if, matters. If, Don't make any arguments at all and wake up on November 1st of 2024 and if gas is under $3.30, Joe Biden's got a chance. If it's over 330, he doesn't. So let's not talk about anything else. Let's not spend any money advertising. Let's not try to get the message out at all. Let's not have a debate. Let's not run commercials. All you got to do is wake up November 1st, 2024. Oh, it's 335. Eh, I don't think he's going to win. Let's go back to bed. Democracy's over. that That's essentially what you're saying.
0: I'm not trying to oversimplify it while I'm oversimplifying it. <laughs> but there's a lot to that. There, there there, just is. And, you know, in the end, we have to, you know, play the James Carville audio of uh, it's the economy stupid and
1: uh, and the economy is very good that's the economy is very good
0: the economy is very good but i don't feel like i'm getting ahead i don't feel like i'm getting a raise enough to keep up with it and so therefore quit telling me that the economy is good because it doesn't mean anything to me i am not the economy i don't I don't look at the stock market. I don't care about that kind of crap and by the way, yeah. the stock market's not doing so hot either lately. Uh, it's but, okay. I mean, uh, it's
1: uh, S&P's up I think 11% year to date, which is, you know, down from 17% probably a month or two ago. I get it. And again, the economy is not the stock market. I get it, but the unemployment rate's still relatively low. We're still creating jobs infrastructure projects are done have done very well there's a lot to like about the economy in fact when you compare it to the rest of the world it's really pretty good there are a lot of people who go that's not bad
0: nobody cares about what's <laughs> going on in the rest of the world yeah run yeah run a commercial saying uh compared to other western democracies the united states is doing great Reelect joe biden it's not mm. gonna work
1: nobody nobody cares about what goes it's on the rest of the world until tucker carlson does a week of shows from hungary in which case, boy that looks good Hungary is a great place to be. I should. I wish I was there now.
0: Well, that didn't seem to stick quite as much as he <laughs> hoped. <laughs>